Claymo Collective presents, from the masters of the internet collection, comes the Draw and Z Podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us on thinking? episode number 60 of the Draw and Z Podcast. 60? My name is Dan Morris. Is that your name? This is my name. I'm Drew McCabe. If this is your first time joining us, we are a geek culture news podcast. We are the fusion of Starlog, Wizard Magazine, and, and Entertainment Tonight. Those are three How things. How we normally break this down <laughs> is we discuss our weeks in geek, yes. news of the week, yep. and a main topic. Yep. And this week, our main topic is... I don't know. You're looking at me. Like, I don't really know, but all I know I is, is that... it's Final Boss. It's Final Boss. We're going into it. Yeah, or was that just happening. the title? I did a lot of research we, on Final Bosses. Ladies and bosses. gentlemen, this is it. This is the <laughs> final episode. Are we not talking about that? We can talk. Let's talk about the best just be and worst geek. final bosses. I was Are just there... planning on talking about Dog Chanyan. I'm not going to lie. Let's do it. So final <laughs> bosses. I'm calling it right now. That's what it is. We're doing it. Do we have a clip? Yeah. <laughs> no. We, I don't know. We have I, a dog I don't know. Actually, can we put in that Dog Chanyan theme song clip right here? I think, I think we should. Okay. I can possibly do that. I think, you know, we have a. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. It's happening. Yeah. Who wants to start off? This is it. This is the last time we're going to be talking about our weeks in geese. Do it. Who wants to kick it? Is it the last time? Let's do it. It could be the last time. It is the last time. It could. I mean, we have questions from the list. We got questions from even the faithful listeners like Matt Kindly that we'll get to later in the show. We have. I mean, we'll like, have to address that one. Full of stuff. It was um, definitely in the comments on Facebook. Uh, well, you know, we're still going to be active on social media. We're still going to be doing some stuff there, but we just won't be putting yeah. out any of this uh, wondrous, wonderful content on uh, SoundCloud. Well, that's one of our questions, but we'll get to that oh, during the question oh, let's, segment. Oh, yeah. I do. Wow. So yeah. what are we doing first? Well, Dan, if we're at South Beckle, Dan is D-A. Oh, that's right. Oh, so, so I have to talk about be, my Weekend You would be the Weekend Geek. Yeah, what'd you do? Oh, man. I started watching Narcos. I'm on season two. Oh. Did I mention that last week? No. Not okay, at all. good. So yeah, well, you, I'm started watching. No, I think you did. Did last I? Week. Yeah. Well, I'm on season two. Pablo Escobar. Holy crap! Yayo. What? <laughs> that's just, that's drug for that's drug uh, slang. In terms of like drug dealers no, on the screen, where does he rank? Like, as Pablo? A, yeah, because I mean, I know he's like based off of a what do they call it? like a real person? Yes, but. Like Walter White, is he above? Oh, below, so uh, like Jane Silent Bob, like actually, I'm gonna say screen. like compared to Walter White, he's definitely below because Walter White, oh, really? like yeah. And this is um, they only have three seasons so far, so it's been interesting because I keep seeing the advertisements for the new one, so I know something's going to have to happen to Pablo Escobar because <laughs> I mean I also know history, right? So like yeah. something's gonna happen, but it's been interesting that um, they have been splicing in actual news footage within the show oh really so they will show sequences to fill in certain gaps with the actors and a lot of the acting but if they want like more of the historical aspects they'll actually show clips like when he's with the soccer team okay so they'll show him interacting and like this is what he actually looked like just so you could see how close they are with the actors you know yeah so it's like this is what actually happened do you have the wikipedia page open while you're watching no i try not to (laughs) What I do enjoy, though, is, is my remedial Spanish has been paying off, Ooh. and uh, I do uh, recognize some of it. Which You're is, like, vamos means let's go! <laughs> <laughs> they actually don't say that a lot. What? No. Like, they say like, it in, like, every Luchador film I watch, but those are only in Spanish, <laughs> yeah, so I so picked up on it, that very it, I've been picking up a lot of the, uh, uh, you know, the profanity, which yeah. has been nice. El uh, oso bebe leche. Whoa, whoa. 
Whoa. I said it. I can't believe you wow. just said that. That's we'll ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's but, the real twist is we're going to become a Spanish-speaking podcast. Yes, we're actually... <laughs> <laughs> Still we're, pronounced Tronzi. But we're now not, presented by Telemundo. <laughs> Didn't want to, like, that was a part of the news. We're jumping ahead, oh, Drew. Ruin it. We're just ruining rewind, it right now. Rewind. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's pretty much been the highlight. You know, I've, I, I actually went and saw Deadpool 2. That was awesome. Yes! I've been telling people yeah. if you wanted another two hours of that first movie, you totally get that in the in this uh, sequel. Josh Brolin as Cable is fantastic. Yeah. And um, I really loved the, uh, spoiler alert, Juggernaut showing. That was right? great. Spoilers yeah. ending. Well, I don't. I think that's leaked all over. The no, no, no. But uh, so I think now you're safe. No, no, but what I was no, what I was saying with spoilers ending was is we got a note from somebody saying that whenever they listen to another podcast and they hear somebody say spoiler alert, they feel like they have to turn off the podcast and not listen to the rest of it because that gives them carte blanche to be able to talk about spoilers was... for the rest of the episode. Because then they never know when to come back in. So I'm saying right now, you can come back in, spoilers okay, over for Deadpool For 2. our listeners, the standard is skip ahead five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. People don't listen to enough podcasts. Like, that's the podcast standard. If somebody says spoiler alert, skip ahead five minutes. There you go. So, Interesting. I mean, those, those were the highlights of my Week in Geek. Okay. That's what I would say. Uh, yeah. Next would be D. Oh, Dom. Do. 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 Oh, man. So am I ready to describe for you the review of something that involved my weekend geek? But I don't have the review pulled up, so I'm just going to pull from memory. What? The, I don't know if it was the guy from the Huffington Post or it was another reviewer reviewing The Incredibles. Okay. So it was The Incredibles 2. Sorry. So it was a review uh, of a, it was review? a review? No, sorry. It was a review of the movie. Oh. But okay. this is my review of that review, or this is just me repeating it not verbatim but just paraphrasing the guy paints a picture i'm with you on this a... journey right now right I'm okay yeah know. because did you were you guys aware that on the internet there is like a cult of people who just really want to sleep with the incredibles the parents yes, not the, the parents yeah, okay. yeah it's what? like a fucking thing i didn't know that was google a thing. it or don't no, if you don't want gonna... it in your search history don't want but... it in my search history yeah so daughter is also a favorite among sexy cosplayers because they're all growing up, so now they feel they can. It happens. This movie's immediately Anyways. after the first movie. Yeah, I mean, like it picks up, up like a week later. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. These but cosplayers, when they were kids, they oh, liked the original Incredibles, and now that they're that adults, way more they're sense. cosplaying the daughter. But they're cosplaying the daughter as a sexy version now because they're growing up, even though the daughter's not growing up. So I don't know. Highly if that, inappropriate. If that's creepy or inappropriate, it's or, completely inappropriate. Well, well, that's up for debate. Yes. But Dom. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just going to go into but the back, debate. Back on Dom. So this Dom. dude, okay, I'll, I'll find the actual one and I'll post it in like the Facebook page or whatever. Sure, so basically, debate. yeah, I'll do one of those because the basically what he describes is that there's a scene in the new movie that will have your dad who's sitting there with like the big tub of popcorn pop a boner so strong that popcorn will fly <laughs> out of the tub. What? And won't that be awkward for the kiddos? Okay, this is just a problem that that reviewer, that particular reviewer had because I went to see the movie and I'm like, all right, let's see it. Let's see this boner popping scene. And it wasn't the part where he's got like bags under his eyes and he's like, I can't fucking do math. Um, it's swearing in the new one. Uh, wow. I haven't <laughs> seen it like, 
Yeah, or it's like, I don't know, like another part about like a train rescue is like, is that it? I'm like, what's the part that you popped a boner at, dude? I mean, like obviously he wasn't, he was just imagining another dude popping a boner so strong that it made popcorn fly all over the theater. But then like the Huffington Post also had an article about how sexy the Incredibles are. It's just a weird thing that did not cross my mind until I saw reviews about it. So So maybe it's just not your fetish then. Maybe it's just a, a healthy fetish amongst reviewers specifically yeah yeah, film film critics who uh really want to feel the strong arms of mr incredible wrap around them and the tentacles he would be the bear and they would be the elastigirl so big just wrapping everything all around you multiple times yeah it just keeps going yeah i mean like there's obvious like what venues that you can imagine with like any superhero and their power I don't know. The, this is just a long way of saying, like, I saw The Incredibles 2. It was great. Brad Bird can do anything. I can't wait to see what he directs next. Well, maybe that goes back to the sexy cosplayers out Brad there. Bird? No, Brad the, Bird? No. Just, uh, just, yeah. just, uh, just the boner-inducing <laughs> reviews out there, apparently. Because, like, maybe these reviewers, when they were children, they watched The Incredibles when they were starting to come of age with some sort oh, of yeah, sexual and arousement. Like, and now they're, like, oh. they're adults as well. So, like, we have... Sexy cosplayers cosplaying what Dan deems is inappropriate. Probably no more inappropriate than, like, sexy bronies, just on a side note. But these people, <laughs> now reviewers out yeah. there... don't want to be the person like, that has to scrub your computer they're... of your internet history. <laughs> I know myself. Every day. Don't worry about it. Doesn't it doesn't get rid of all of it, Drew. It doesn't get rid of Drew's tips for scrubbing your internet Before history. we leave Incredibles 2, I will like to say that they're talking about uh, they want to do a third one. They really want to push that, and Brad Bird is actually being like, no, I kind of want to do something else. So uh, it's yeah. generating a lot of money, but yes. unfortunately Pixar is kind of in that funk right now where they're trying to figure out their next phase now that they finally replaced the the presidency and uh, Pete Doctor's the new president of Pixar and everything. They brought in, um, I'm blanking on her name right now, I apologize, but who guided frozen she's the other co-president oh, now yeah. of pixar mm. so you know now they're in that new phase where they need to find new identity and new you know ideas everything was guided so long by one man and you don't want to say his name now Can we that, not say his name now that i don't know do you want a hug say his name do you want to give me a hug i want i want to give me a hug i want to give him a hug oh do you yeah oh <laughs> don't let it linger i just i'm fine with that that's fine he still was a part of my happy memories with everything he built with the pixar empire he's he saved disney disney movies disney movies were like so you're justifying everything no, I'm not justifying, well, you're justifying everything. everything. I'm like, saying I'm saying I can do you still think he just like whispers him as a human in? being. You wouldn't have Disney if it wasn't for me. That's right. Yeah. That's what he does when he was coming in for those Disney long hugs. Disney was on a crash course <laughs> to crap city until they bought Pixar and Pixar changed their fortunes. I'll show you my buzz later. And then they brought him in. They brought him in to like all their other movies and he started saving all those other Disney animated feature films, and he saved Tron Legacy oh, and all sorts of people stuff. saving studios. Do you think what's his name from Bloomhouse can save DC? I certainly hope so. It's like, I mean, at this point, they I feel like he can do no wrong. I mean, why not? Enough. I mean, he's also doing Spawn, so I, I well, Blumhouse is doing it, so yeah. but like, so he's still technically attached to it, but I mean, it's. That's a little gray area, but I think he could do something really well with DC, especially if they focus on certain aspects that they're not touching on here. Here's right the now. thing: yeah. DC doesn't 100% have to be saved 
so to speak. There's just several parts of DC that need to be corrected, namely Superman and Justice League. Batman works always as Batman. Wonder Woman worked as Wonder Woman. Everything we see about Shazam coming out looks like how Shazam should be. Really, where DC went wrong, I think we can all agree, was Superman and then how they treated Justice League and how they wedged everything Mm -hmm. together. But you know what? Suicide Squad did not help. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, with Suicide Squad. "Hmm." Suicide Squad, not a great movie, but really, Suicide Squad as a concept, probably, unless they did it as a hard R movie, would not have turned out any other way if you're shoehorning that concept into a PG 13. And I think that that's what they did. And it gave us Margot well, Robbie. They're not playing <laughs> into. They're not playing True. into their strengths. That's what I feel. Like. Yeah. They're they're dumbing things down, and they're not trying to. There are certain things you need to placate to certain audiences, and that's one of them. If you're going to do the Suicide Squad, do a hard R. Kids are going to find it anyways. I mean, look yeah. at what they did with 300, and that movie was super successful. Look at what they did with uh, what was uh, Logan. That was also super successful. Kids are going to find a way. Yeah. From the ages Deadpool. of 12 until yeah, and Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool's that's the, right. The perfect case, you know, like they're going to be able to do that. So Drew, and they're gonna sexualize it anyways. Like the incredible, those fucking kids when they get older. They're fucking incredible. They're They're fucking fucking (laughs) incredible. Let's hear it, Drew. Let's hear that weak in geek. Oh, me 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 me. Oh, oh, now we get the intro. That means. Oh no, you get your own intro. I was playing with Beaker the whole week. No, I I was. (laughs) You were playing with Beaker. Oh, that's a different. That's a different fetish. That'll be a Drew's whole new podcast coming up with Felt Drew. <laughs> Episode one, my childhood crush on Moki Fraggle. Yeah. I will tell you all about it. And We're going to give I, you a preview episode at the end of this episode. I paid the doozers to build us a nice pet. That um, <laughs> I took Moki how I wanted her. Okay. So, <laughs> and if you want to hear more, check in Drop next week for Drew's Drop new podcast. If you're wondering why the podcast, <laughs> Drew wants to take it in a totally different direction. Uh, we were trying to stay. Dom and I were like, "Well, geek culture, you know, it's kind of been our thing." Drew's like, "No, no sex I'm talking about imaginary. That's what I want. Everyone loves that. Let's do it. Yes, yeah, so boning like, with HR puppet stuff. Wow, he went there. You're getting all of the first five episodes preview right now here on the Drawn Z podcast. Oh, I'm in tears. Yes. Drew has put Dom to tears. I did do stuff in my week, though. Did you? So, yeah. Did you I, up for that podcast? I did. I did. I actually watched um, Felt Me Once. No. Shame on me. No. Felt no. Me Twice. No. <laughs> Shame on I did it. I did it. Shame on Drew. There's, I mean, there, you, there, there are, there's, it's a movie out there though. If you are into that type of thing called "Let My Puppets Come," it's a 1970s exploitation film. It stars Louis De Jesus, who's a famous uh, small it's person Louise. actor who also was in um, the famous movie "Blood Sucking Freaks." So you can hunt that down on VHS. Did you say hump that down? No, hunt. Oh, hunt. <laughs> I thought that was your catchphrase. Hump that down. Hump that down. <laughs> Pump that down. Break it all down. the way down to Drew's new podcast. Moki Fraggle. Uh, so don't DJ. sue us, Disney. <laughs> DJ Boomin heads in the house. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about my week eventually. Uh, I watched a lot of Gamera movies. I marathoned a shitload of Gamera movies this week. Because I love fucking flying turtles. And then... <laughs> The only flying turtle is Gamera. Spoiler alert yes. for those who don't uh, yeah, know. There's only, one. there's only one. So if you like them, you don't uh, have many options. It's uh, not like Burger King or McDonald's. You're like, I'll take Gamera or Gamera. That's so, it. So it's all you get. Definitely. How many did you get through? Definitely five. Okay. And yeah, how solid, many are there total? Solid five. Oh, the original series, there's like nine and then there was a very famous trilogy in the 90s and then a spinoff after that so what's that like 13 yeah Yeah. that's 13 um but i was watching the original uh 60s ones they did some nice blu-ray uh remasters about a year or two ago that mill creek put out two collections so uh, i was digging into that and i finished the new shack fu video game so that was fun Nice. Um, Who's the final boss for that? Uh, Do you fight spoiler, yourself? spoiler alert, I guess. Final <laughs> boss turns out to be uh, Madonna, <gasps> who turns into a gigantic what? demon. Oh, so down, down through this. So the whole plot of the new Shaq Fu yeah. game is Shaq oh. Fu is a baby born in China, raised yeah. to do Kung Fu, he claims. And then um, <laughs> these evil demons start possessing people, and it turns out that Man's the evil enough. demons are a secret cult of... Hollywood movie stars and the whole game plot is basically him going and fighting these Hollywood stars like Chris Brown or Kim Kardashian who've turned into giant monsters and he has to he has to kill them to save the day. That Are is, they all like reality stars? Where does Madonna No, there's like this? Justin Bieber's and there's like oh, movie okay. and reality uh, star combinations. Beach. Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, and it's just... It's I just, wonder how they landed on Madonna though. It's, it's a that's... very... It's a very funny... Well, I don't want to... I, I feel like I get how they land on Madonna, but it would be okay. like spoiling the plot of the game. If, <laughs> okay. Because there's like actually really funny cinematics throughout the whole thing and a lot of funny twists on it. Like, not giving anything away, but like all these people like Justin Bieber and them, they all have like these demon forms. Like, Kim Kardashian turns into a giant flying ass that like farts acid <laughs> at you. Like, it's ridiculous. The whole wow. game's wow. ridiculous. Wow. It's really fun. And, um, you know, what I'll say is it's it's interesting because in an era of video games we like to get a lot out of, I probably beat yeah. the whole thing in about six hours. But when I think about that, that's no different than any other beat-em-up side-scrolling video game yeah. that I played. Yeah. It's just now we get unlimited continues where back in the day you could only continue, like, three times after you got through your lives and then, like... Sega Genesis or SNES booted you out, right? Oh, yeah. So it's just we live in the era of Putting unlimited quarters, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> oh. so there, there's definitely points where like I definitely died here or there, and I probably if it was like we time traveled, I would have had to replay it a few times. But oh, thanks man. to the you know era unlimited, of unlimited yeah. quarters, so to speak, I just like grinded through the whole game. And how yeah, hard so did you? <clears throat> how hard did you guys rage when you would be on that last continue? Oh my god. How hard? That would be... How I hard? mean, like, so it depends what game it no, was. No, 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 just just in general. Overall, take, like, the average, like, from what you can remember, like, how hard did you use to rate? Because it is carried over to me dying in current games, like, when I'm playing, to the point where my wife yeah. says, you get very angry, and I'm like, this is nothing. This is absolutely <laughs> nothing. So I haven't thrown the controller yet. 
we're fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rage unless it was a game like specifically Streets of Rage 2 where you could accidentally... Players 1 and 2 could hurt each yeah, other. Yeah, so yeah. if I got to the Friendly last fire. continue on that, that's Maximum the thing. Carnage? You would, yeah, you would go, you oh go, my God. you take that side of the screen, don't you come over here, I'm taking this side, <laughs> and you like yell out the whole game plan at your friend. Yeah. yeah. Like, furious as you're like, looking at the screen and then like trying to like drink Mountain Dew and like swipe Funyuns in your mouth at the same time because it's like a sleepover at 2 a.m. and you're like and you just want to be the kangaroo yeah that's all you want to do you just want to be the kangaroo and then Streets of Rage 3 you couldn't even be him until you first defeated him which I think is like the end of the second how many levels did you play after just to just to get acquainted with uh, the kangaroo Oh, I've, I've beat Streets Rage 3. No, I've beat I mean, every single Streets Rage. No, but you beat it very again with the kangaroo? Yes. Very proud. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. As soon as, you die and you get, as soon as you die and get your first continue, just so you know, you can pick the kangaroo from the get-go right away. You don't have oh. to re-choose the same character in Streets Rage 3. You could just go over to that, uh, to Rue. His name was Rue, Rue. in case you needed it. Yeah. It was Rue, Dr. Zanskate, Axel Blaze. Glad Those were the character lineup. <laughs> I'm glad you knew just that. Just so you know. Yeah. yeah. Just, we'll you just know. put a little punch in your nerd card for making sure you so, got that right. Today. I got yeah. my Sega Genesis badges of honor that I, I think I you should tell people time. about your new tattoo that you got of the Sonic Says Hedgehog. Nintendon't. Right. <laughs> Nintendo don't do what Sega does. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, do we want to move on to questions? It actually no, says right. ride free or die. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's got a tramp stamp that it's says ride free stamp. or die. That's, okay, let's move on. in a circle yeah. in the middle of Smoky Frackle. Um, so, <laughs> so, go on. Scene. Nice. Questions? So, we got a question in from a longtime listener, first time questionnaire. Uh, Rob Ims sending in, and this is a question for each of us. If you could erase any nerd franchise from existence, what would it be and why? Wait, to rephrase, this question is for all of us. He doesn't have a question for each of us. No, it's just we all have to answer, if you could erase any nerd franchise from existence, what would it be and why? Who wants to kick kick this off? I got one. Drew, do you have anything? Drew, yeah. I do. I would erase. Okay. Uh, I would erase James Cameron's Avatar. And yeah. why? And why would you erase? Because it's a. It's a just pointless, silly. I don't. I just. He's. I know. It's. I mean, now he's spinning it into an entire franchise. But I just right. like. I know people like went out and saw that movie and loved that movie, but it's not like that movie set the template up for future movies like how Star Wars did or anything like that. In fact, it really just took Pocahontas and like changed stuff around. So really it's just like if you erased Pocahontas. No, no, I would put Pocahontas. If you erased erased Avatar, nothing would be different. Yeah. That's where nothing would be. But we wouldn't have had that great time in cinematic history of three D. Yeah. We still would have we had Disney's we Bolt, which John Lasseter worked on. <laughs> he came and I said his name. Oh my God, we're we're gonna have to we cutting can't believe, it. Wow, so I, I can't cut believe it. you put that on there. Just bleep it out. Oh my God, I don't know yeah. if we can. This is going out live. Oh well, it's yeah. Uh, it's in uh, Thailand. Is it Thailand? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dom, 
Uh, there's a, there's this, like, little-known game called Magic Cards that I would just wipe off the face of the planet. Why? Why would you wipe off Magic Cards? Because of who asked the question. Oh. But I have a question for the question, in which case I have to split off into two prongs. One is, does the world remember the thing that got wiped off no. the face of the planet? They don't? I'm putting that in there? No. It is completely, okay. it is wiped from existence. In which case, I would have to... Find something else, so I'll let you go while I think of a backup. But if they could remember what was wiped, and they just, for whatever reason, couldn't recreate it, yeah. it would be that, because that would be hilarious. Just because, okay, so you would take away... Okay, so yeah. mine, I'm actually... I'm going to say, and this, I'm going to go with Star Wars. I would yeah. wipe Star Wars from existence. So you could create it? No, because of how much shit you have to deal with now. What? It is ridiculous. But like, what about everything that it influenced? No, I... I I'm not saying that it hasn't, but, like, the fans. The fans have ruined it for me. Um, and it's just kind of, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Because I just don't Yo, want to deal with the people. Have you donated to the remake? Have you I have, no, I have not. Yet? I was reading some tweets it, about, like, oh, what was it? Uh, tool that yeah, $300,000 <laughs> no, already. Shit. He has shit. He has garbage. He has IOUs. Have you been to that website? No. This what? is how the website works. You it. say how much you want to pledge in an email and send it to him, and he tacks it on. Nice. So he has IOUs. It doesn't even work like a proper Kickstarter. This dude's a fucking tool. This dude's just like, remaking Star Wars? He he's wants to remake The Last Jedi, and he's oh, trying to get like $86 okay. million, dollars and he's got like a whole bunch of money, already, IOUs already. And it's like, dude, okay, sure. And like, what's it? What the, was the hell's the director's name? Rian Jansson? Rian Jansson. Like, it's like, like uh, retweeting it, like, like, make sure this happens, or like, do it. And he's probably saying it in, like, the tongue-in-cheek way of, like, yeah, let's see you fucking do my job. It's hard. It's like, no, we're not saying it's not hard, but also, it kind of wasn't great either, Rian. So, like, they're That's both tools, right. in my opinion. It's like, you don't need to remake the movie, whatever. But also, like, he is shit. He, he doesn't have Okay, so, like, <laughs> like, so Star... Okay, so, I mean, I did say So you wipe out Star Wars. I think so. If you I, wipe out Star Wars, as long as everyone became cinephiles and were exposed to Kurosawa's films, we might have duplicated all the inspiration. Exactly, anyway, so... Star Wars is really just based off Kurosawa. So, I mean, I mean, like, so yeah. it could potentially be there on the I mean, alternative timeline yeah, where you we know. encourage that sort of thing. <laughs> where it's like, oh my gosh, should I watch these other movies and probably see what influenced other things? Oh my gosh! Boom, got it. Oh, Let's hear it. George Melee. Big Bang Theory. You would erase the Big Bang Theory. I would. Wow. Goodbye. Why? Why would you do it? Why? Because it's not funny. There are no jokes in the goddamn show. Oh, well, well, I, I completely agree with you. I fucking hate that show. <laughs> Right, but do you know why? Why I hate that show? Yes. Yes, because of the fans. And because it's like... Because people expect Dan to be a Shelton. <laughs> I swear to God <laughs> that I don't believe in that I will not do the fuck out. I do people hate I am not him. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> you hate it. You shut up. This dude's a Sheldon. Oh my God. He's a young Sheldon. <laughs> He's a young Sheldon, I bet. <laughs> That's, That's just like the diatribe about That's it. It's like right. it just they don't. The joke is always that they are smart, not that they're saying anything funny. I want to know if they're if they're um they're what astrophysicists? What are they? Phys they're physicists. I thought they were just nerds. They're, I don't know, but no, they have like physicists job physicists. They're like, but they're working for like pretty big companies. And it doesn't look like they're getting a lot of shit done, in my opinion. If they've got all this time for crazy hijinks and. 
crazy stories, but uh, yeah. maybe they have a bunch of dozers actually working for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that's what that's down to Big Big Theory. That's you know down to Big Big Theory, and then Red. That's the theme song. That's the new Draw and Z version. We're gonna after it's been written out. Down to Draw and Z. So we do have Down another we do have another question not from oh, our not from oh not from our uncle traveling Matt either from <laughs> Fraggle from Fraggle oh yeah we we'll yeah. get to his question momentarily oh we do have a Matt kindly question yeah, yeah. no uncle traveling Matt was the uncle on Fraggle oh, Rock I'm that sorry. was a yes. joke I'm sorry I was trying to I was we will to get to Matt going. kindly's question yeah but well, so we do got least from we our other listener here so uh, the question was um, are you planning on ever doing a, another podcast in the future i don't know i guess that's uh, i guess that's up for debate maybe yeah. not under this format i don't know i did pick out the name though oh did you yes it'll for be, you for yours no no for our next podcast oh for our next you do one uh draw ngt oh yes i see so, i get it but we'll so, be in yeah. the alternate so, timeline yeah. Okay. Well, we don't, not be but it's debated if it's, it's debatable canon. if it's canon or not. Yeah, right? the next podcast. So we will can be just debated. get super strong and yeah. like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, Sweet. cool. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Dom, level four. Yeah, long black hair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and so he's they, just all that chest hair. I know, like all uh, that chest. I am Italian, man. Oh, manly. Well, yeah. So thank you guys for all the questions, and uh, yeah, yeah hopefully one day we'll we'll answer more. We'll see. That's that's uh, to be can. And you would kind of think. Yes. Uh, you want to move on to the news? News Let's, of the week? Yeah, Just jump into news of the week. Yeah. Uh, Drew, do you want to kick this one off? I guess I could. I guess I could. What do you got? What do you got? The television gave us some updates this week. So I'll update you one last time about our friends and television. Oh. Okay. I thought you so, said the television. I was like, no, I also in television. That. In television. <laughs> okay. Um, so they set they set the big um, like press announcement to be October twentieth. So I guess on October twentieth, we'll see what the new Intellivision Council is all about. Um, a few more hints came out about the council. It sounds like uh, it will be pretty much just 2D and 2.5D style games. It doesn't sound like they're going to get into the 3D-esque uh, games, at least not right now. Initially, they said they want everything to be as widely accessible as possible. Um, <clears throat> interestingly, Television did join the ESA this week. Uh, so the ESA, for folks who don't know, is basically the big conglomeration Washington, D.C., that People like Microsoft, Nintendo, Electronic Arts, they're all part of the ESA, um, and it costs a few million dollars to join the ESA, and those are the guys who create like the electronic rating boards and stuff. So this is significant because if you're actually serious about being in the video game industry, you're not just like trying to like kickstart something like a Wuya system or something like that. You join the yeah. ESA because that's like how you're quote unquote like serious, you network correctly and Everyone, you know, gets their third-party support, contacts, and all that sort of stuff. So it looks like Intellivision is taking this pretty seriously. It doesn't look like they're trying to be a flash in the pan. Uh, they also threw out a little shade at Atari this week, saying they won't what be kicked. They won't be. I know. It's like they also wore it. They said, they said uh, the new Intellivision won't be kick-started or anything like that because they said real councils don't kick-start their councils. <laughs> 
real councils are privately funded, so you know mm, that they have consumer trust, yeah, and they're properly right. business invested, and they release them, and they either succeed or fail based that's on their merit. That's shade. That so is that is... That's not just shade mm. throughout an Atari. That's that, uh, what's that other company that just did, like, they funded, like, Colossal and uh, the Bad Samaritan. It's like all owned by users. It's a film company. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. so it's just you know, yeah. That's interesting. So throwing shade. Either throwing way, shade. Either way, we'll we'll see how this turns out in October. But I I guess it's exciting and it's a breath of fresh air that although a bunch of people are reviving in television, uh, it's nice to see they're taking it seriously and it feels like they actually have some sort of game plan, which uh, we'll find out in October. So awesome. very exciting. Yeah. Dom. Do you want to go, or do you want me? Uh, I'll, does yours related to anything video game related? No, it Maybe? is not. Okay, so I have two pieces of news. One is that everybody needs to go and check out the White House's YouTube channel, because they have this stupid video on their, like, this, the White House, like, the U.S. government White House. <laughs> has this stupid video about video game violence, which we all know uh, what yes, event... Yeah. I've see seen this. this. Yeah, you see the yeah. video? Yeah, just go there, downvote it, comment against it. There's, like, the one comment that has, like, 2,000 upvotes about how it's, like, here's the link to all the studies from, like, back in the effing 90s yeah. where they showed there is no correlation between playing video games, violent video games, and aggressive behavior. Or, I don't know, just look at South Korea and Japan who consume way more video games than we do. Yeah. And, and way more violent content way as well. Yeah. 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 And general, they're yeah. fucking fine. TV. So I just wanted yeah. to make everybody yeah. aware of that because I wasn't aware of it until like recently and I was like, yo, this, we're not starting this again. Lieberman, yeah. stay out of it. They if have, anybody yeah. remembers that name. There is um, an extreme violence in some of those. I mean, like, I just want to reiterate that. Like, there is extreme violence in this place and it's like with the mangas. I mean, especially like what? Fist in the North Star? I mean, that's huge. Yeah. You know? And it's like, they're not going around doing mass like genocide over there you know like it's ridiculous yeah, this it's is... it's absurd the fact that this argument's even getting brought back up was i was unaware of that so. if we're in a retro I mean, culture what used to be I mean, co- you know be going on we're just what, reliving what, the maybe times. maybe though if it is fist of the north star maybe <laughs> the violence is already ensued yeah. and they just don't know it one day they're gonna wake up and someone's gonna be like you're already dead and like <laughs> <laughs> japanese people are just gonna start exploding it's like someone just would go around like poking, poking. them randomly oh, we're just shit. waiting we're just waiting it's a ticking time oh, and then it's just like a he clenches the fist and it's just <laughs> oh, sorry I oh, just man, that would them. be great that's great what's oh. the other piece okay oh. so the other piece is I just want to read a tweet from Ice-T um, the rapper the rapper on June 26th at 8.09 a.m. in the fucking morning just the cold thing about death it's coming regardless Ooh. just hear it in his voice though just read this tweet in Ice-T's voice let's hear your greatest like, Ice-T got... impression <laughs> The Go cold thing about death is coming regardless. Okay, no, I'm going <laughs> to try. Let's gonna see who does it. The cold thing about death is coming for everybody. No, that's not that's not That's not that. The screen went blank. The screen went blank. Yeah, I had to, I had to add this. I did a little improvising. I'm sorry. I had to... Oh, so, yeah, that's the other piece of news, is just follow Ice-T on Twitter. This there is the best go. decision that I've made, because <laughs> he made another one, like, after that, that I won't tell you what it is. Just go find it. It's... Equally as good. Also, in the eight o'clock hour in the morning, I don't know what Ice T's doing. That's it's... how I used to feel about Steven Seagal interviews because of just how he used to say everything. <laughs> I used to be like, let's just put these on. Let's yeah. just watch these. Let's just watch these. It's just 
Great content. Nice. So, my piece of news is Disney has finally received U.S. antitrust approval to buy the Fox assets. For those of you that have been paying close attention, it has now been handed down by the U.S. Department of Justice, or Justice Department, rather, so that uh, Disney can actually purchase some of those old characters from uh, 21st Century Fox. Good. Are we, so, wait, are we happy about this, or are we upset about this? I mean, so, Drew, I know you that? know a lot more about this, uh, specifically about, like, now uh, Comcast is able to counter uh, the uh, bid. Well, like, yeah, so Comcast has been able to counter the bid, so it's just a question of will Comcast come back, counter it, or not, and, and the debate is, you know, I in, in, the, in the general thing, I know geeks are very excited about this. I'm excited. Uh, admittedly, too, about the idea of like maybe getting a really great Fantastic Four movie finally, finally and stuff yes. like that because I do love that franchise. But the the reality is, is this Disney buying 20th Century Fox has nothing to do with X Men yeah. or Fantastic Four as much as nerds pretend it is. It has to do with they want 20th Century Fox's assets and things like Discovery Channel and FX for the streaming rights. And what it really is about is. Can Comcast counter an offer now, and what can they counter before they no longer uh, hit that goal, whatever their golden profit they would mm. make from streaming rights okay. in their heads? So and obviously, just, you know, Disney felt comfortable still, you know, offering what they did to, you know, get whatever out of, they think they're going to get out of the streaming rights. Ooh, with so, with okay. this approval, this is uh -huh. Disney's second bid after the Comcast initial response of cash, I believe in a sum of, uh, no, the uh, it was first sixty-four billion bid by tele yeah by for cash. It was sixty-four billion dollars cash. Yeah, from Comcast. you heard about why they turned yes. it down? No, I did not. Glitter on all the bills. Ooh. Yeah, they didn't want that. No glitter, no glitter. Nobody wants. But obviously, you know. Um, uh, Disney outbid by seventy one point three billion. It's not in pure cash, but it would be. The, in like a but lot. how much amount? You yeah. know, the the gross increase. We're, I guess. Is I mean, we're border. We're getting to the Murdoch family. Yeah. So we're getting very close to the uh, hundred billion dollar mark. And I mean, if this keeps going back and forth, I feel like we might see that. But I mean, I don't know. I Again, like, it, I think it depends. What is that? Yeah, that line that in number? the sand of when they go? It's not going to be profitable anymore to buy it at this cost to right. to get stuff out of it but with right? the fact that disney was able to counter with i mean what is that that's uh seven billion more dollars yeah <laughs> you know like i think we're getting uh yeah it's getting a little heated over there but i feel like this is where disney might kind of sneak uh sleek away with it so um yeah, yeah i feel like it's i, I feel, feel like, like this is gonna happen but there yeah and uh yeah and interestingly enough you know a lot of the worries about um because of how many animation studios now would fall under disney's control and stuff like that all that passed the antitrust, the government deemed that they can own, it's something crazy, like 70% of the, the theatrical animation market, because 30% is still at two other different movie studios and Which, can be oh, competitive. Okay. It's ridiculous. And, yeah. You know, so that's ridiculous. The only thing they actually have to sell is specifically 22, exactly 22 regional sports networks. And for people who... Uh, don't follow sports because we are a nerd podcast. That would be like how here in Western New York, uh, if you like want to watch the Buffalo Sabres, it's on MSG. It's not on like ESPN. MSG is your regional sports network. So there's 22 different cities, and apparently 
they're owned by Fox, and they feel like whatever those twenty two are is that that's the breaking point. That's so the that's breaking point. All they have that's to sell off. Going. This is a monopoly. Yeah. So they consider that a monopoly. But seventy yeah. percent of theatrical animation. That's okay. I want to know who's going <laughs> to yeah. come into this big game of monopoly and flip the board and just cause a ruckus. Oh no. There's an earthquake happening, and then flip. Oh, there it is. Well, we'll see. That's news of the week. <laughs> Let's uh wait. What 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 do we got here? What do we got? Oh here? yeah. Oh, we got another. Since another... this is the yeah. I mean, I was normally just gonna spread them out, but since uh, this is the final episode, we have an unboxing happening. Ooh. Mine says Hungary, which is a country. Mine says yeah. thirsty. <laughs> that's been your World oh. Cup date. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go first, because I can't. Thirsty. Ooh. Right, you're thirsty for knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> Batman <it>. Nightfall, a <laughs> right? novel by Dennis O'Neill. There you yeah. go. Yeah. A night falls, a hero's quest, a Batman reborn. Right? Ooh. That's yeah. where he breaks his back. Ooh. <laughs> That's Spoiler right. alert! Jesus, Drew. Let's open up Hungry. Let's see. Uh, let's see what's inside of Hungry. Let's see what's inside. <laughs> Batman lunchbox. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch! Going on the desk at work. Oh, I have a game plan. Okay, well, I mean, I'm yeah. gonna definitely add this. To my <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Super stoked about reading this. Uh, yeah, you know, great. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. You're Tom. welcome. Thanks. That's Tom. because we never got to do a Batman episode. <laughs> We never did get to do a Batman episode. I mean, yeah. I was holding wow. on to that, but wow, what? No, let's no, just stick with the topic. No. Let's just stick, stick with the topic. Let's not get ambitious. Oh, no. <laughs> Final bosses. Let's jump right into. I don't oh, want to bring yeah. up bad memories. He's Don, you have oh a piece God. of paper. I have so. You much have so many notes. Here. Let's let's go down Dom's list. Do we what? need to? Okay, so I have a list from Cell Jaded, who had a top 100. I only wrote down the top 10. Then the Screen Rant had a top 20, and Game Rant had a top 15. Wow. And, like, I was mostly interested in the ones that crossed over from, like, list to list. Okay. Any guesses on, like... Bowser. Bowser's probably one of those. Bowser, not on Cell Jaded's top 10, or, like, actually 20, but nice. uh, on wow. Game Rant's... Bowser came in at number nine, and on Screen Rants, he came in at number 11. Whoa. I feel like Bowser's got the most name recognition, but not, like, the most memorable end boss. Okay, well, Dr. Robotnik, a.k.a. Eggman and Sonic, yeah. obviously in Sonic 2, that big machine. Oh, my God, yeah, boss. like, that's but pretty great. One thing about Is he him, on the list? He is, oh, my God. He is not on the Ooh, list. What? They completely... Okay, so on uh, Cell Jaded's list, he has Nemesis, and the way he describes Nemesis, because I've never played the game, but like apparently Nemesis is a recurring threat. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is something that they've never done in any previous game. I'm like, have you not played Sonic? The end boss for each level is... Dr. Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... And recurring. The guy, Reoccurring, exactly. Yes. So you it's are, something that like Nemesis and Botnik had in common that I had no idea prior wow. to making this fun list. Even that's it's on my notes. It's like Robotnik. Um, well, what about Mr. X from Streets of Rage? <laughs> I don't not, think he, he did not make the list. He did not. A make lot that. of older games did not. Jeff Adder from Golden like Axe. 
Ooh. I'm gonna go through all the second games. Yeah. Least. So like, okay. So do we each have like a top boss that we're like, this is the dude. This oh is man, the, this is the boss. I, I, mine are a little hard because like I have like a, a series. Like a the, I have top like, five. I, yeah, not in any order, but mine okay. are definitely like Doctor Wily from okay. the Mega Man. Oh. So he would be considered a nemesis, right? Because yeah. he's reoccurring. Um, he built the robot masters, okay, right? For sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, and then um, so there's yeah, Doctor Wily. Uh, I did. Um, God. Damn it! I can't think of um, the the main boss. Oh, Dracula! Jesus! In uh, Castlevania. Ooh. You know, because he's the he's the villain in the first three, correct? And then like four is when they start getting a little. He was number lonelier. one on Screen Rant's list. Really? So that was good. Like, but Death was a better boss. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree, and I feel like uh, we started getting into that time where the main boss or like the final boss was the uh, the hardest. And then there was, now we're in that yeah. time where the, the boss before the main boss is you actually know, dude, the that hardest. was fucking Mortal Kombat. Yes. Goro like, was Goro, impossible. Yeah. Yes. And then you get to... Kentaro, the number two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought no, you no, 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 no. They're, they're the sub-bosses. I'm sorry. I wasn't yeah. following your logic. But like, yes. yeah. Shang Tsung. Yeah. Yes. Because he gets killed <laughs> like... at the end of one, so they had to bring in Shao Kahn. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, I'll yeah, think of some more. He but, survives. You can yeah. play as him more. No, yes, yes, yes. I'll think of some more, but right now, those are the uh, the the two that stick out in my head right now of um, Dr. Wily and uh, Dracula. Drew, do you get your, like, top five or. Like, well, I, no, one, really, really. I, I do have a boss, and my final boss is dubbing. Dubbing? <laughs> I'll tell you why dubbing, because I. I was going to talk what about Dog Canyon, Dog Canyon, <laughs> and the three muskahounds today. Who's the emboss for And as we know, in Dog Canyon, the it's... evil's dubbing because Dog Canyon and three muskahounds, 1981, gem of a classic. Everyone should go out and check it out while we they go on DVDs. On this. No, we've just, we haven't had a pure Dog Canyon episode. So... They, they did recurring. they did they did a sequel they did a sequel later on called oh, the Return did? of Dog Canyon where they oh. moved the animation to China and the China and the, the animation looks bad oh. uh, but that also they changed the voice cast they changed the dubbing cast so oh, what and and the voices changed so my enemy I can even get you know past the bad animation so you've from never finished watching Japanese it? anime to Chinamation I've never finished the Chinamation Return of Dog Canyon no. But I could have probably got through it if the voice casts were pure of heart and were the same. And Cam <laughs> Clark, my dog Canyon, so what would you stayed need to do the dog Canyon. In order to defeat this boss. This sounds like side quest boss, like Gigas in Final Fantasy. I don't know, I would like, like where like they're optional bosses. Like, you I don't guess need to... like I erased Avatar, I'd probably have to erase <laughs> like, like this... the executives at BRB Animation when they did the spinoff <laughs> and made sure I chose the same LA dubbing studio with the same voice cast and and brought them back. <laughs> One for all and all for one. Muskahounds are always ready until you change the voice cast. You know, and I get it. I get it, Drew. Um, how many games, when you were younger, did you have to use the Game Genie to uh, get to? to Zero, because, like, my parents refused to buy me one. So, <laughs> so you were just I forced just... to be better. I remember borrowing a Game Genie so that I could be uh, Adventures in Slumberland. Because I, oh. I used to have such a hard time fighting Nightmare. When you said yeah. Nightmare, it reminded me yeah. Of, yeah. of that final boss. And how he was the bane of my existence because uh, I remember the uh, train level 
where you had to get all the keys. Yeah. And I didn't realize you had to get the bee suit because I could. There was like seven. I think there were seven, and I'd always get six, not realizing that the bee costume got you up to the top to find the last key. So, but yeah, yeah. They're the yeah. only. I you know, I, all my games. I I was pretty good about grinding through. The only time I used Game Genie was to like. Ninja guy. Like I, I would get like really sick of like Aladdin. Like Aladdin was oh, really God. frustrating, uh, so I'd use Game Genie for like Infinite Lives and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, the only game I purely definitely had to use Game Genie through to beat was um Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. That was the yeah, only game yeah, I've yeah. ever used because of, and that's due to primarily just how long it is and like level. I don't know what was it like. It's ninety nine levels of rubber, but I think like. Level like forty seven is the giant baby level, and yep. that level's just God. so completely impossible. The song of Doctor Tongue, the giant baby level, yep. just like very <laughs> that, frustrating. That is one of my favorite games because it teaches you uh, patience. Because there <laughs> are crying. yeah, through, because you have to realize that you you could you can't you you can't jump in right at level ninety nine because you start with no items. Yeah, you just have your squirt gun, and it's impossible. You can remember the passcode they gave you and jump in there, but it sucks. Yeah. But yeah. like, because <laughs> I my first time I did that, I was like, oh my gosh, I've, I've never gotten to ninety nine. This is gonna be impossible. And I jumped in, yeah. and I was like, this is impossible regardless. Uh, because so you need to like go back man. to like level eighty to get the bazooka yeah. and like all the all that stuff to be able to actually be the the final level. The Mars needs cheerleaders level. That was hard too on the football field. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I loved that game. I That's wish they would game. remake that game. That's a game I wish they would remake. Even as a, a a port of the original, I would take that. Yeah. At this point, but, someone uh, pick it up. Yeah, dump some of yours. Oh God. Uh, so Shadow Link. It just haunts my nightmares still. That's fair. Yeah, just that. the piece of... I mean, like, so many, like, end bosses I notice, like, there's, like, uh, a list in, like, a lot of these new ones where it's, like, um... Like, um, like, um... It's, like... <laughs> it's an emulation of the game creator as the boss. Like, for instance, I don't know who these characters are. These, like, games I haven't played, but Alice Guard, the maker, or... Julius, the creator, and then the master hand in um, Smash oh, Brothers. Smash Brothers. Yeah, so it's like the end boss seems to be some kind of, at least in newer games, some kind of recreation of like the game creator that yeah. you need to defeat. And there's like in the past, yeah, yeah, where it was like you have to defeat yourself, I guess, which I don't know. That's what I got from like the Link game. Going so, off of that, what I yeah. always thought was frustrating was you would beat the game and unlock that in like some of the fighting games like you would okay, unlock yeah. say like um i don't believe you can unlock goro it's been a while well you can with game genie yeah with game genie yeah. right but, but you can unlock reptile if you do the right move but yes. it's but Immortal what i got frustrated with was you would unlock these these characters and then you would play like master hand you would play as master hand and <laughs> yeah. you weren't as good you, yeah. you know, it wasn't like, yeah, oh my like, gosh, I now am this character, yeah, I should just like win automatically. Swipe the floor nope. and then like, yeah. Nope. Yeah, I, uh, I love that. It's like, like, it was always so frustrating. Where I think like that's the creator <laughs> giving you one last middle finger. It's like, yeah, cool, you got it, but uh, it's still mm, not as good. It's just a skin. It's just a skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're Mario with a hand over his head. You're just a skin, dude. You're just a skin. Wow. So, I've never played this, but I wanted to ask Drew. Um, I think the game was called Nightwatch. Am I getting this right? The 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 video game. The video video game. Oh. Sega like, like CD, was it? 
Oh, like, oh. Yeah. Who's yes. the end boss in that game? Uh, I, I had to like set traps. I don't know because like, I've never gone party. through it. Obviously, <laughs> to fight off all the vampires, my friend did have it. He oh, he, he definitely had it, but we I I don't ever remember him getting through it. And it was like so yeah. Nightwatch was like kind of amusing on Sega CD, but like <laughs> Sega CD was weird because like we we would play that, and then yeah. we um we would definitely like all the Sega CDs came with like. <laughs> Uh, music video mixer where it was just a, a, a crisscross music video that you can like remix. It's really <laughs> That's good. Great. Um, and then there was this amazing game called Willy Beamish, which was like kind of like a text adventure, like kid is an everyday troublemaker game, but like there's a lot of nudge and winks and ridiculous things would, would happen. I, I'm just going to recommend really? if anyone has access to a Sega CD, hunt down the game Willy Beamish. Like it is an amazing amazing game and it is kind of like a point and click text adventure kind of game but it's like yeah. ridiculously fun Willie beamish was really cool but i don't know but okay. you know what night trap when it's reissued this year because it is night getting trap. reissued on, yeah. Yeah. on the switch and everything so i do look forward it. to yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna be <laughs> buying it for for the nintendo switch this year i'm nice. very excited to try and and beat it yeah. finally because oh, i never did that's the game i wanted to bring up Shadow of the Colossus, because it's nothing but boss fights. Oh, Do you have yeah. Like a, if, has everybody played that game? I, I, I've, I've watched. I've played the demo, yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> like you haven't demo. played it? I've just oh, watched. Man. You gotta yeah. play it. But it is all kind of like boss. Do you have a favorite boss fight? Yeah, I, or like... I've only played like the first couple of levels, so I think, yeah, the oh, first man. I can't. Yeah, I can't name I anything. But it, okay. it reminds me of like, uh, do, you, do you guys ever play, uh, I believe it's Adventures of Power Pete? No. It was a game specifically for... Uh, the Max in the nineties, like it was like one of those games, Max, like the place where like you the Apple by the belt Macintosh kids? computers, oh, okay. and it was <laughs> it goes back to like the level is the like eighth level is the final boss, but it's okay. just like all these different things, and you're you're essentially a, a um, an army guy that goes in and tries to save uh, other toys, and like oh. it was a you remember That's, how like there were some yeah. games where the level itself was. The boss. Oh, like, yeah. There was no actual boss. You just had certain number of levels. Like a Pac-Man, where you have yeah. certain number of levels. There's no, no actual a... big baddie. You know, it's just, you gotta get to this level. And that's what Power Pete was. But the eighth, or whichever the last level, was just, like, chaotic. You know, all the bad guys were out, and, you know, you had to collect and rescue all these other uh, toys. That's interesting. Yeah, like, there's a... You know, the final boss of any computer game actually should be uh, Kilocon from... Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad <laughs> because technically he was the ultimate computer virus and you could not touch a computer without having to get sucked in it and fight him. <laughs> so really, Kilocon is the ultimate final boss next to the bad dubbing on the Dog Chang and spinoff, in my opinion. Well, I think that's right. a good place to wrap this episode. What? That's how we're gonna yeah. end. That's how we're gonna end it. So yeah. many questions. Yeah, we haven't unanswered. even mentioned Bebop and Rock City from the arcade turtles game. Sephiroth, Ganon, Big Daddy. There's a bunch of final bosses we haven't even mentioned. We Mr. Street. X from Streets of Rage. One, two, three. Right. I think we're just gonna have to go all night with this episode. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this final episode of the Drawn Z podcast. One for all and all for one. It has been a pleasure to bring this geek culture news podcast to you for over a year. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys interacting with us. Uh, my name is Dan Morris. 
I'm Drew McKenna. That was me trying to do a different. That was me doing the Return of Dante <laughs> voice cast. Drew McCabe voice. Um, I'm Drew McCabe. I'm Paper Drew. <laughs> oh, God. Paper <laughs> Drew. <laughs> he made it. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming, Paper oh Drew, God. for showing up. This is the greatest. Uh, so long and thanks for all this fish, Space Cowboy. Three, two, one, you.